By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Have you seen the slash? Made by users for users. Engineered for flavor. One of the coolest features around. A built-in loading tool. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca. Well, I always love talking uh, with artists on this show, artists of, of any kind, and you know, not specifically always people in the cannabis industry, but people that kind of use cannabis for their industry. And really happy to welcome uh, Charles to the show from Sea uh, of Carls, Charles uh, Panolino. And, and first of all, Charles, I guess, how long have you been producing music? What kind of genre do you guys uh, have for the Sea of Cars? Um, so as far as producing and writing, uh, Sea of Cars actually only started a little more than five years ago. Um, our first show was actually on my mom's birthday nice. um, in December. Uh, happy birthday, mom. Uh, and it just kind of started as a solo project. It was just something I was doing in a small studio that me and my dad had in, in our house. And um, after writing our first EP and working on it, um, took it somewhere, really recorded at a, at a studio. Um, and after that, I, I just really felt, you know, I want to I start playing. This is something I think I really want to do. Um, and recruited my drummer. And ever since, uh, the rest is history. About, yeah, so about five years I've been uh, writing music as Sea of Cars. Nice. All right. So tell us uh, a little bit about the genre. Who's in the band? Uh, give us the details on that. Um, very small uh, outfit. We're only a two-piece. We did originally start as a three. Um, but unfortunately, our bass player at the time, he just had a lot of personal things going on and felt you know he needed to step away. Um, so I didn't let that hinder us. We just pretty much ever since continued as a two-piece. Um, I would like to have a bass player, but you know, I'm not beat up by it because um, kind of adding to what our genre is, uh, because of what I view our genre as, I use my guitar tones and I build my tones around that to kind of compensate for not having bass. I give my, my guitar a little bit more of a, a bassy tone. Um, so we kind of go along the lines of a, like a ambient, um, experimental post-punk is what I like to say. Um, but you know, Dean, it, genre is such a, a big thing at this point. I feel like it's so hard to pinpoint. And anytime someone comes up to me and asks, I just, like internally, I feel bad to myself for picking genres because I mean, I just mm -hmm. we're so much stuff that, and that's why I put the experimental tag because I just I don't like to stick to one thing. I, I like to because I like all different genres I, and I like to put that in the music to show that I listen to hey, not just maybe you know punk music or uh, indie music or uh, alternative stoner rock or something like that. And yeah, so I, ultimately, I'd say we're kind of just atmospheric experimental music all right i like it people can find uh the website as if they're uh, watching you can see it uh seaofcars.bandcamp.com uh and where else can they find your music 
Um, we are, man, pretty much on any any streaming service you could think of. Uh, we got Spotify. We're up there. We're on Apple, Deezer, uh, Pandora. I literally, I think uh, the company we go through, they just uh, they get your stuff out on. I think it's Perfect. like fifty, like forty five, fifty plus things. So I'm sure you could type it in and it'll just pull up everything. Excellent. All right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, cannabis now. Uh, you know, we're going to discuss more yes. about music, but let's talk a little bit about cannabis. And, you know, when did cannabis become part of your personal life and why? Uh, so as far as personal life, uh, about the age of 21, I met a group of younger and uh, they, they were big users of cannabis. So uh, ever since then, pretty much uh, end of the line. I've been a user ever since nine years. All right. Let's talk a little bit about cannabis and music now. Do you have any rituals um, when you're writing music that maybe involve cannabis or, or any kind of uh, combination uh, for you in, with cannabis and music? Yeah, of, uh, of course. I mean, pretty much almost any time um, I go to sit down um, and play uh, my guitar more so for the purpose of um, creating music for sea cars. Yeah, I, I usually try to to smoke a little bit just because it usually will help um and i find with the sativas it's it really helps a lot um and even when if i just want to sit down and like play my drums and and goof off i'll i'll do but yeah definitely it, it helps me to to smoke and to really get into that creative niche most of the time do you have any kind of go-to cre- uh, cultivars that, that you really feel help with uh, creativity or do you kind of try to mix it up a little bit so maybe you don't are always depending on the one thing because you know the, the great thing about uh, the 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 plant is that we all react a little bit differently to it so what might uh stimulate creativity for me might not for you of course yeah yeah the endocannabinoid system um I, you know i i found a strain recently from my dispensary called mr clean um and that has just i bought two eighths of it and i'm still and I, I mean, I bought it probably about like two and a half, three months ago almost. And I'm still sitting on about three grams, a little less of it. Cause I, I enjoy it so much that I don't want to use it right away. Cause I want to use it for when I'm creative. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Mr. Clean has been a good one for me lately. Uh, what about writing? Have you written any songs specifically about cannabis? Not yet. Um, and I actually had a, an idea a while back when I was going to school and a buddy and I, my, uh, mine, we were smoking in my car and those little tree air fresheners that are in cars. Uh, we kind of looked at that and we were smoking and we were, we were looking at that and we're like, you know, we could kind of, he's like, you could make a little song, you know, about like the two of these kind of mixed together and you could call it little trees. So I have that actually as a note in my phone, um, so who knows? That might that might turn into something. I might do. I might reference it uh, on this next album because we're actually in the process of writing for our next album. So maybe awesome. I'll throw that in there. That's good. Sea of Cars. Bandcamp.com. What music? Uh, and and this is probably a bit of a kind of an open ended question. But what music do you think goes well with cannabis? And and try not to say every music, but maybe give me some <laughs> You're specific, right. specific uh, maybe bands or something that you really think uh, go well or songs for that matter. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to rep, rep them again. Cause I think I had said something about them in, in one hitters, but this, uh, shirt I'm actually wearing Wilco, they are a Chicago band. 
they've been around for for years though at this point um they're older than i am a lot older um but their music is just some of the most like laid back just happy feeling upbeat and i i just i actually have a rule in my car whenever i hear wilco come on shuffle i have to smoke because i just i just think they're the perfect band to smoke to um But I, yeah, other than that, I feel like uh, I love metal music. I used to play even in a metal band, and all we did was smoke. <laughs> right. So um, metal music for sure too. That, I, I enjoy it. That's a good game to play with Wilco, provided you're not you're not the driver and you, you know, yeah, you're right. Pulling pulling over a lot to uh, to wait for the effect. Take pass. a nap. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of uh, Illinois and Chicago and the area that you're in. They legalized uh, medical marijuana in 2013, and recreational use uh, became uh, able for you guys uh, just this last year. What has it been yeah. like since since Illinois legalized? Um, uh, it's it seems it seems like they're they're doing pretty well here. Um, I mean, the dispensaries I go to, everybody is always super informational, super helpful. Um. They've actually been talking with me about getting my medical card because uh, I'm actually trying to uh, get in, you know, the process of that going. And um, you know, it's the recreational. It's it seems a, a little laggy still compared to medical, just because, um, like you said, we're pretty fresh into it here. Um, so we haven't reached that point where we're hanging out like Denver, or Seattle, and we got these nice. You know, let me go buy a half an ounce of shake for 20 bucks and some tax. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still paying like, you know, 55 to 65 an eighth, depending on, you know, your strain and the THC content that's in it. But um, I mean, it, it it's, it's seems like it's just going up and up though. I mean, I see more and more people every time I go to a dispensary here. Um, I mean, I myself just, recently i i mean i've gone here and there to our dispensaries and but you know this this is the way they got to do it and um you know this is going to help the bad and sometimes shady things that happen in the black market and that's kind of why i switched to going to the dispensary i figured i'd rather pay a little more and know what i'm getting than to go and buy the stuff that you know you might ask them hey what what is this an indica or sativa even and they don't even know that you know, mm. um, and I think it's going to be these dispensaries really obviously being able to provide the information that's going to draw people away from the black market. And it's only going to make, um, you know, recreational and medical weed more prominent and grow. No pun intended. <laughs> well, they, yeah, exactly. Well, there's 86 episodes of education for them uh, right here on the Cannabis 101 podcast, and that's what we try to uh, provide for a lot of people. I mean, I mean, I remember when legalize hap- legalization happened in Canada. The lineups were so long. Uh, the, there was yeah, one I store imagine. in the city that I lived in, and the lineups were crazy long. And was it was it like that in the beginning, or has it kind of been like a slow rollout? You know. From what I've seen here in Chicago, it was pretty, pretty – I think everybody was just at this point ready for it. Because, I mean, Chicago's a, you know, top three – sorry, my, my cat. Um, <laughs> distracting me. Um, the, people were ready. I mean, we're one of the top three cities pretty much in, in you know, 
America here. You, you got California with Los Angeles, you know, then New York, New York, and then it's Chicago pretty much. And, you know, I feel Chicagoans were just, they were at that point where they're like, okay, come on. You know, why did we, we're waiting past all these other states who have legalized already. And, you know, we're Chicago and we have it done. So when it first rolled out here, people were, they were lined. It was definitely not slow. <laughs> it was, we were ready for here in Chicago for that by uh, far. That, that is good. Uh, Chicago's, uh, you know, one of the best sports cities out there. And I'm, you know, a lot of shows that I do are about sports and uh, definitely on my bucket list to go to. And now that there is legalization, I will uh, get to uh, Chicago at some point. Have you looked at working in the industry at all? Is this something that, you know, obviously you have a passion about uh, music and cannabis. Uh, do you think you'll uh, look into working? And, and I, I wonder, you know, how is the, the job creation going, do you think? Uh, definitely. I actually started looking not too long ago. Um, and I've been applying for some um, positions. I did actually get two emails about positions, but unfortunately, just because I've recently become a father in the last year and, um, you know, just other personal um, things that are mixed into mine and my fiance's life, it's just hard for me to get and get into certain schedules so unfortunately mm -hmm. i just couldn't work the times that they were looking for which unfortunately they didn't list that within their listings so i didn't know what they were looking for exactly um but yeah i've been looking i would i would love to even if it's just as a picker so you know trimmer to bud tender i just i would love to work with cannabis at all but um i mean every time i look uh more and more positions it seems like it's just getting bigger here in illinois and we got a lot of space out here uh, in fields, especially down south. So that seems to be where most of cultivation is done. And that's kind of the other problem. I'm towards pretty much the actual city of Chicago and all that's mm. like two hours away. So it it's going to be a bit difficult. But if I can, I would love to. I would love to work well, with it. congratulations on becoming a father and, uh, you know, family comes Thank first you. and then uh, work on things as you go. Uh, you you kind of mentioned uh, some of the cool cultivars that you've been, been able to find. When you go into those dispensaries, I know the education is, is going to get there, and, and that takes time. But, you know, what is the selection yeah. and, and the quality like? Selection is actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> and not that – would have really any correlation, but for like the prices of what, um, you know, you pay out here, I, I didn't imagine there would be such a big selection, but, um, right to the left of me, I actually have a, a, a huge just stock because recently with, um, you know, I, I got my tax refund. So I decided to treat myself and, um, I've actually recently just been trying a lot of, um, like staple cultivars that most people, you know, go bonkers for. I, I got Maui Wowie here, pineapple express actually. And I feel like that, when I told a couple of my friends, they were shocked. They're like, you never tried Pineapple Express before? I said, no, I just never had the chance to get it. And, right. you know, I got I got to say, dopest dope I've ever smoked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they got definitely huge, huge selection out here. Very I love Maui Wowie. Maui Wowie is uh, is definitely one of my favorite. Uh, you know, Blue Dream is my jam, but Maui Wowie, when I can find it, oh, uh, I grab it whenever I can. Um, you know, what about other areas in your life? We talk about creativity and and helping with music. Uh, you know, is, is cannabis? Do you, do you use it for any other parts of your life? Definitely. Uh, you know, almost almost every single part, to be honest. Uh, you know, I it was about a year ago maybe, maybe two that I've, I started personally viewing it as medicine. 
Um, and not just that, you know, drug that, oh, yo, they're going to smoke weed. You know, mm. let's just smoke weed, everybody. Let's get high. Um, because, and honestly, uh, your, your podcast, Dean, was a, a big, a big push into that. Cause I really, when I heard your slogan for the first time, it, it really, it really hit home. Uh, cause it's not just about really getting high. It is about getting healthy because, you know, this, this plant has all these, um, components to it and, and all these properties that really are helpful. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate to see what it was like for cannabis through time up until this point, but it's great that people are coming around. Yeah. Cause I use it for mental illness even, um, you know, I, I struggle and I know from listening to your show, you know, you're no stranger to that world. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, people need to not be worried or that's pretty much what you guys talk about. I mean, the stigma needs to be gone. Got to get rid of that stigma. Um, yeah, I use it for everything. Yeah, and, and it's important to, to make sure people know that, you know, it, it, I, I don't smoke a joint and all of a sudden my depression is gone. Uh, you know, like exactly. it's, it's not it's exactly. not a cure-all for things. It can help with a number of things, you know, but, uh, you know, for people that, that, that do have uh, mental health issues, you know, do not just substitute, do not stop taking your prescription medications, do not stop going to therapy. It can help with those things. I go to therapy, uh, you know, I, 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 I use other supplements that I use, so uh, important to know that it can help. It's not a cure-all, but it can be a big benefactor, uh, you, know, in, in, you know, as you know and as I know. All right, I want to ask you a couple more music questions before we wrap up. Yeah. Who, who's a yeah. musician and combined with cannabis that you look up to? Is there, is there somebody out there uh, that that is kind of like a, a cannabis musician uh, idol? Honestly, kind of going back to um, a story from my one hitters, uh, that, that, that vocalist and guitarist that I had smoked with the one time, they pretty much since the time that I, I really, even before I, I smoked cannabis and I listened to them, I, I knew they were partakers and, um, yeah, but it would it would really have to it would have to be uh, that vocalist Trevor Stranat is his name from the Black Dahlia Murder. Right. Um, I look up to him very much. So we got uh, a nice shot of um, you guys uh, jamming out here. Tell me how you came up with the name Sea of Cars. Oh man, you're gonna be tired of hearing about this. I actually got it from the band Wilco. Um, shout out to them. Um, they have a song called in a future age off of an album called summer teeth. And in that song, um, he says high above the sea of cars. And I just, I, I just, it, it really resonated with me for some reason. And I, sometimes people kind of get a chuckle out of it because I'll tell them the name and they, they don't, they don't hear it correctly. So I have mm. to, I usually then will have to use the example, like, Oh, you know how you're driving by a big parking lot and you're like, wow, look at that sea of cars. And then they get it yeah. Um, But yeah, that's, I, I took it from a, a Wilco uh, lyric cause I love them and I just really liked it. Just sounded nice, different. Nice tribute <laughs> as well. Uh, people can find uh, sea of cars dot bandcamp dot com and uh, listen to your music as well as all streaming platforms. All right, let's, 
wrap up with this. I always love to ask every one of my guests because it's an opinion and opinions can't be wrong. What do you think is the next big thing in cannabis? Now, you know, here in Canada, you know, we have a lot of things going on. You guys are just dipping your toes in it uh, in, in a oh, lot yeah. of different states. Uh, you know, you know, I think there's only about 14 states uh, that don't have some form of uh, legalization uh, in the United States. But in your opinion, what do you think will be the next big thing in cannabis? Uh, you know, uh, hopefully we could take a page out of Canada's book, really. And I, I feel like I feel like them trying to do it locally and through state was not the best idea. Um, but I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, so I feel like the next biggest thing they can really do is just, you know, talk, sit down, get on a federal level like you guys are. And I, I feel like that's what's really going to going to be what helps America really get that. Okay. Everybody get behind cannabis. Like mm -hmm. we need to do this. So hopefully we could see that here. But again, like you said, there's not a lot of States. There's some that are lagging and I feel like it's going to be a long time for America to get there. Yeah. You know, it's, but it's interesting. We talked on hour one with David Wiley from uh, the OZ on this week in cannabis news is very quickly, the United States is going to be sandwiched between two federally legalized countries. Yep. We're already legal. Mexico is uh, rolling it out, and, and they're, they're going to legal, be legal soon. Uh, you look at countries in Europe that are uh, going to get the ball rolling. Yeah. You know, it, it's, just, it's just putting more and more pressure on the United States to realize this is a plant, and it's not, it shouldn't be in the same schedule as heroin. So the pressure is mounting, exactly. and it's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just ridiculous to see how 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 wrong cannabis is done here in America, and and how we have to be so pretty much self centered on our own opinion of everything. You know, no offense to America, but I mean that's essentially what you're doing when you're you know you have all these you know countries doing everything pretty much universally, and you're just going to be the odd man out. Like it's not how you make friends. It's not how you have a good time. That's right. Uh, <laughs> playground etiquette. Playground etiquette, eh? Exactly. There you go. Yep. Playground. All so. right. This has been a lot of fun, my man. Uh, I really en Tons. enjoy getting to know you. I appreciate the uh, the, the love that yeah. you uh, give us on social media and the, the education that we've been able to give you. That's the goal of this show is to educate you, you in an entertaining way. So thanks so much for joining me, man. Best of luck with the music and keep in touch. Thank you. Of course. Always well. Thank you for the show. and follow us on social media at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter, at the Cannabis 101 podcast on Instagram, and at the Canna 101 podcast on Facebook. You can email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com.